Today on the Daily Gator Daily Thought, we've got uh, the rapper Pitbull speaking very cold, very hard facts to the leftist idiots who think that communism is some paradise. Uh, we've got a, uh, well, a woman who's not that smart. She gave her dog to prove how wonderful vegetarianism is. She gave her dog a plate of beautiful green salad and a can of dog food on a plate and told you before she made this video that the dog would eat the lettuce, the salad, and say, I don't want anything to do with that Alpo-looking stuff. How'd that turn out? How would feminism work without women? Daniel Greenfield looks at that. What is year zero? I'm going to define that for you because it has a lot to do with a lot of things I talk about with the leftism, destroying America, destroying our history, the cancel culture, all those things. And we've got a wonderful piece by Robert Stacey McCain of the other McCain that really delves into how evil leftism is. And the ultimate goal, again, it kind of backs up the story I just talked about. The ultimate goal is to destroy this country. And I keep harping on it because if we allow America to be destroyed, yeah, I think you know the rest of that one. All that and more today on the Daily Gator Daily Thought with me, Doug Hagen. It is Monday. Blah. Oh, well, episode number 145 coming up. Maybe it'll lift your spirits, my friends. Let's kick this pig. Kick it off with Pitbull, the rapper Pitbull, not a dog. The fact is, he is a Cuban. He understands what Cuba's about, as millions of Cubans who have been fortunate enough to get the hell out of that hellhole of communism and come here to a great country. And the difference between America and Cuba is asinine. In fact, I think the Cuban people, every one, single one would probably line up and, and say, if we could go back in time, we'd go back to where that America that's allegedly this evil, imperialistic, conquering force would actually have been imperialistic and 
when Castro started to show his true colors, we would have invaded, kicked his butt out, and Cuba would be a paradise, and maybe even a state right now. And I think, uh, I think they would support that fully, because they have experienced communism firsthand. So here's Pet Bull at one of his concerts, uh, trying to educate some people on, uh, on the glories of communism, the glories of Cuba. Check this out, my friends. Is this. So whoever the fuck doesn't like the United States of America, may God bless you. But fuck you at the same time. If you don't like the United States of America, go back to the countries that we the fuck from and you'll see how much you appreciate the United States of America. Bravo to Pit Bull. And did you notice something in that crowd, my friends? When he said uh, F you too to the people wanting to say America's not as good as Cuba, basically. Did you hear the pop he got from that crowd? Very explosive. A lot of people, thousands of people there, I assume. Sounds like a large crowd. They're going to tell you about Cuba. And they're going to tell you about communism. They get it. They see the difference. Pitbull sees the difference. And anybody who has experienced what happened to Venezuela, Cuba, uh, you name any communist country, Korea, China, the Soviet Union that was formerly Russia, any country, people who had to live behind the wall in East Germany, or much of Eastern Europe, like Poland and Romania, they tell you about communism. Yet the left persists in celebrating communism and holding up, maybe not in name, but they espouse the same values, same programs, same tax policies that lead eventually to what? Communism. And you've got a lot of Americans who never really studied history. They don't get it. In, in fact, a lot of them have been victimized by a lack of what we should teach. You know, you've got the left right now that wants to teach America's evil under critical race theory in the 1619 Project type garbage. But they also don't want to teach about how bad communism was. Oh, that should be taught. Every American child should go home from school understanding to a greater extent each day and each week and each grade how bad communism is forget the false promises of communism just the results of communism now we're going to go back to that the communism and year zero and the Khmer rouge and we're going to uh or the Khmer rouge i should say and we're going to have that piece from robert stacy mccain but first i want to i want to introduce you to bonnie now, Bonnie is a, <clears throat> she's a dog. From the name Bonnie, I'm going to assume that Bonnie, the allegedly meat-eating vegetarian dog, figure that one out. I assume Bonnie does not have some, some weird mental disorder uh, that makes her think she has to have preferred genders, pronouns, I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to assume that Bonnie just understands through nature that she's a female. Well, 
Moon Battery has a uh, has a post up from a couple days ago. And the owner of this dog, Bonnie, again, the meat-eating vegetarian dog, she's trying to prove that dogs, given a choice, given a choice, dogs would reject meat, reject carnivorism. they just eat plants, just lettuce. Oh, I'd like a nice uh, lettuce. Uh, green, you have green leaf and red leaf? Yes, please, with some vinaigrette and perhaps some slightly toasted mushrooms, if you would, please, on my dog boat today. Own, 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 yes. And I'll follow that up with uh, maybe some vegetarian doggy treats, if you have any of those. Yes, oh, thank you, please. Yeah, no, ain't going to happen. But... Just, just have a listen, folks. And obviously, it's a video. You won't be able to see it. But imagine what you're seeing. It is hilarious. And I urge you to go to YouTube after you listen to this podcast and watch the clip because it's hilarious. Here we go with Bonnie, the meat-eating vegetarian dog. Or maybe not. Maybe this vegetarian who's been uh, training her dog to be a vegetarian. I think we should all pay very close attention to this. Have a look. So some of you just don't believe that my dog's a vegetarian. So I have this set up right now for you guys to see. We have this really gross, um, it's like a beef, like dog food. And then I have this delicious green salad. So I'm going to bring her out and we're going to see which one she likes. Also, my dog is very healthy. She loves greens. She loves her salad. And I don't force her to eat her salad. It's what she likes. Come here. Come here. Okay. Okay, so this is Bonnie. She is my little <clears throat> vegetarian. Okay. Now, no, no, no. No, don't eat that. No, no, no. Eat that salad. Look, salad. Do we need the salad? And Bonnie goes right back, my friends. Oh, shut up, man. But Bonnie goes right back to eating the dog food. Comes out, she puts the dog in front of these two plates, and the dog immediately doesn't even wait for her to finish her little spiel about how everything should be vegetarian. And she starts attacking the can of Alpo or whatever kind of brand of dog food it was. Oh, no, 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 don't eat that. Don't eat that. And then she takes the dog and puts it on right in front of the green salad, right? And what does the dog do? <laughs> Goes right back to the canned dog food, the beef-based dog food, because Bonnie, this is to the nitwit that owns Bonnie. Bonnie is a dog. Dogs are carnivores. If you don't believe they're carnivores, you dits with the Karen haircut. Watch the video. She's got a Karen haircut. And she's a Karen to dogs now. Uh, may, may I speak with your manager, please, Mr. Dog? You're not eating your vegetables. Uh, but Bonnie, <laughs> Bonnie is a dog, okay? Look at Bonnie's teeth. See those big canines? You ever been bitten by a dog? It hurts. Dogs are designed to eat mostly meat. Like people, look at the teeth. Okay, the teeth, you're big believers in science. Notice we have kind of like bears, omnivores. We're omnivores. Nuts, berries, fruit, vegetables, meats, fish, chicken, everything. We're omnivores. 
such so are bears look at our teeth yet people like this woman will never get it just never ever get it my friends and bonnie thank you you are now nominated for dog of the year because you just exposed the lie and the idiocy of vegetarianism and by the way if you're vegetarian i'm happy for you you like it good for you even if you're a vegan I got to sympathize with your vegan. I mean, you got to go through absolute hell buying food. I know it's tough. I mean, my mom, who I care for, is is on a diet that has to be low in phosphorus, uh, low in any type of phosphate things, preservatives. Uh, obviously, she's diabetic, high blood pressure. So you got to watch sodium. You got to watch the sugar content, the carb counts, the total carbs. You got to deduct these carbs and you get the phosphorus. It's not easy. <clears throat> So I respect you, but don't lie and say that everything's supposed to be a vegetarian, okay? Why don't you go to Africa and take your little signs with you and your Karen haircut lady and go protest the leopards and the lions and the cheetahs and the wild dogs and the hyenas and all the other things that eat uh, carnivorous diets and tell them why they're wrong. Yeah, nah, don't do that. Bonnie might need a new owner at that point. Now, if you've ever wondered, my friends, if you had something called feminism, which we do, and that's a hell of a debate to have or what it is, what it should be, whatever, but Daniel Greenfield wonders, he ponders feminism, but without women. He writes this uh, 50 years ago. Uh, after Miss Magazine was founded by Gloria Steinem, the prototypical feminist magazine decided to erase women by referring to them as birthing people. Yes, they are people. They do give birth. But men can't give birth. So to say birthing person is kind of like saying woman. And people with vaginas. Again, biology eighth grade i remember this stuff i remember sex ed i remember all that stuff uh we all know this stuff don't we but apparently not once the champion of new speak jargon like her story because his story history is well it's misogynistic because how can it be his history it's just the way a word is spelled people seriously these kids, these people, these leftists, I think when they played in the sandbox, I think they used to eat the sand. And I think wild animals used to use the sand for other things. And then the kids would eat. Maybe that's what's damaged their brains. I don't know. But uh, Greenfield writes, uh, Newspeak jargon like history was supposed to emphasize the role of women. Miss Magazine and the Feminist Majority Foundation are now erasing women. After generations of accusing men of objectifying women by reducing them to body parts, you know you do it, men. Wow, she looks great in those jeans. Yeah, you pervert, you're looking at her butt. Yes, if you're heterosexual male, you probably are. Hell, if you're a gay man or a woman, I don't know how many times I've heard women <clears throat> remark about how woman, how hot a woman is that was in the restaurant or sitting at the bar when she'd get up to the restroom and he wow she's really beautiful or she has a great figure 
it's it's natural to notice a woman with a nice figure or a guy with a nice i wouldn't say figure physique i guess but again the left wants to change reality and normalcy into some type of deviancy the professional feminists are eliminating women entirely by reducing them to well body parts miss is a is short for miss which was itself short for mistress. At some point, the magazine will have to be renamed to XER or they, or, and the Feminist Majority Foundation owes its name to yet another romantic language name for women, creating a movement named after women without women. Can there be a feminist movement without women? Will feminism have to be renamed Exernism or theanism? Don't put it past them, kids. In 2020, 55% of white women, you have to say everything white like that, white women, because white is like so bad. But 55% of white women voted for President Trump, despite a drumbeat of denunciation of, quote, white women. In a previous election, white women had built the feminist movement, which then read them out of the movement. I'm sorry, I know you built this damn thing, but you've got to get out now because you're white. You and your whiteness, get out. Get out of the car, bitch. Okay? We're feminists. We have no use for women who are white. But black women, <clears throat> champion as the new face of feminism, have been replaced by <laughs> black birthing people, by the Feminist Majority Foundation. What is the purpose of feminism without women except to prevent birthing people from birthing or birthing? But feminism often didn't have very much to do with women. The term was coined by the mad French socialist Charles Fidel, who also believed that women should have four husbands and that human beings would grow to be seven feet tall and develop tails. Well, I think the Lincoln Project may have developed tales. I don't know. It's something weird about the whole Lincoln Project thing. Those are some weird bastards. Don't let your sons around them, okay? I'm just saying I've heard rumors. Most seriously, uh, this nutty Frenchman envisioned the end of the family. Sounds like communism, doesn't it? And the the collectivist living, again, communism, that influenced the nightmarish socialist utopia that used him as a model. Because communists love crazy ideas and crazy people, and they're crazy enough to embrace them as trustworthy and noteworthy. As one critic noted, Fourier envisioned abolishing marriage and using women for sexual services that would be bought by society as a whole to further the industrial or or general economic productivity. So basically to turn all women into prostitutes. Wow, talk about pro-women. It's easy to balk Fourier's deranged ideas, but his central premise of replacing marriage and a family with a collectivist system is still at the heart of modern feminism and the heart of modern-day leftism. Fourier, like most leftist ideologues, reduced women to an abstraction, a cog in a social machine. Bingo. That's what communism does. You cease to be a person under communism. 
and all its little bastardisms. Call it what you want. It's all about replacing individuals and putting a number or a name or a label on you, and you are part of the machine. Meant to do all the work and enrich the elites. And his contemporary counterparts abstracted the abstraction. Birthing people is a natural outcome of reducing people to a group and the group to an abstraction. The current feminist abstraction in which gender is a state of mind and the best way to reinforce that is by erasing the existence of women is no less insane than Fournier's, Fourier's excuse me, utopian society of seven-foot-tall women with tails living in communes and practicing industrial prostitution. Sounds like a punk band. When you don't deal with the reality of people, life becomes a science. Fiction novel written by inventing new ways of living to solve the social problems of human nature. Leftist theorists ignore human nature and they blame social problems boy does that does that ring true of democrats have you ever noticed that it's never the people who commit the crimes do the bad things it's always some social malfunction of to be blamed on america capitalism free enterprise liberty things like that again leftist theories ignore human nature and blame social problems on the failure of everyone to accept their theories, abandon their genders, private property, and religion, and grow tales. The radicals insist that they're liberators because they reduce everything to power relations. It was simple enough in the 19th century to reduce life to simple binaries, binaries, excuse me, of the rich and poor, of men and women, white and black, and declare themselves the champions of the oppressed against the oppressors, but in a multicultural society, the binaries, they get a whole lot more complicated. But leftist ideology is a machine for simplifying human complexities into the same binaries. Go ahead and go read this whole piece at uh, uh, danielgreenfield.org. I'm not going to read the whole thing incredibly incredibly insightful informative illuminating piece by daniel greenfield he is a national treasure he is one of my favorite authors favorite writers favorite thinkers and uh wow you know fox news would do themselves a huge favor if they would hire this guy to come on every every once in a while and commentate on things he's one of the people if i ran fox i would do two things i'd get people like daniel greenfield to come on every so often and commentate things and explain some things like this. And I wouldn't constrain him by saying, well, you got, okay, can we just say this in 45 seconds? No, have a little time. Give the human beings listening some credit for having attention spans greater than a third grader and allow the man to expound and expand on the truths he teaches. Uh, read that danielgreenfield.org. And the title of the piece is Feminism Without Women. Excellent piece by Daniel Greenfield. Again, absolutely a national treasure. Now, 
here's a quick piece before I get to the year zero. Robert Stacey McCain has a piece up uh, entitled Identity, Opposition, and Hate. It came out September the 30th, and I'm sitting on this one a few days. And he goes into explaining a lot of things early in the piece, but what I really want to focus on with y'all is this. Is what is this idea behind dividing everybody, pitting one group against another, and again, all of it is designed and revolves around one basic principle, one basic goal, one basic aim. To destroy the country. And McCain writes, excuse me, <clears throat> let me find my place here, my friends. This is not a high-dollar, high-tech operation I'm running. Here it is, what we call identity politics, however is something else entirely involving activism and propaganda intended to incite collective resentment, the victimhood mentality, and to demonize others as, per as perpetrators of oppression. Identity politics is simply organized hatred, and it follows a distinctly destructive pattern of logic. <coughs> Anyone who has studied formal logic sees how claims of systemic racism incite antisocial attitudes. If racial minorities are universally victimized in a more or less automatic manner because it is claimed white supremacy is ubiquitous and omnipotent, then nothing can end this oppression except what? The destruction of society itself. In this case, the American society. Such is the nihilistic syllogism embedded in the work of Ibram X. Kindi. Uh, and students of history know where such hateful logic tends to lead. Again, he references Zero in Kampuchea under the reign of Pol Pot. Again, the Khmer Rouge. We might also mention, he continues, in this context, Radio Television Libre del Milquelantes, RLTM otherwise known as Radio Genocide in Rwanda. Hit that with Google or Bing or your favorite search engine and see what you get. More horrors of leftism and uh, their divisive, evil rhetoric. <clears throat> Which is so infuriating about those who incite this kind of genocidal hatred, McCain writes. The logical consequence of what we call identity politics is that they do it for mere political advantage to obtain power by, quote, energizing their base. That's what last summer's Black Lives Matter riots were really about, generating turnout to elect Joe Biden. And yet the base, which Democrats seek to, quote, energize this way, is so irremediably stupid that many of them actually believe the social justice propaganda. They're being propagandized. They're being brainwashed. They're being sold a bill of goods, if you will. <clears throat> then McCain writes, say hello to Chardet Neighbors. She's an Oregon project manager, manager for a Seattle-based activist organization called Social Justice Fund NW. I don't know what the NW is for. Perhaps Northwest. I don't know. 
Curious readers may ask, what sort of social justice does Chardet advocate? And the answer is the destruction of the United States of America. <clears throat> and if you don't believe me, friends, if you happen to say, oh, come on, man. If you're doing your best Biden impersonation saying, come on, man. Consider the words of Chardet herself out of her own mouth. Consider those, my friends. So earlier this week, I made a post saying that it doesn't sit right with me that there are white people who own property, multiple properties at that, and the United States of America, why black and indigenous people are experiencing homelessness. And I want to expand on that, especially for my new followers who are white, who follow me because of my anti-racist content. I'm glad that you're listening to me, but I really want to make sure that you're hearing what I'm saying. There will never be black liberation or indigenous sovereignty as long as the United States of America exists. If you want black folks around the globe and in this country liberated, if you want indigenous folks to be able to have sovereignty over the lands that they're indigenous to, then the United States of America needs to cease to exist. And I don't know if y'all are ready for that. I don't know if that's what y'all signed up for. I'm not sure if anti-racist work is just something you do to uh, lessen the inconvenience of racism in your life, but I hope you're ready for this. It's not for the week. There you go, my friends. She's Give her credit. She's honest. She truly believes the garbage she writes and says she truly believes the bigotry and hatred and evil she espouses to perpetrate. And She's talking about wiping people out. You understand the message behind the message is very clear. That's why she tells her followers, you better get ready for some very bad things, basically. This girl, this woman is evil. Yes, she hides behind words like social justice, anti-racism. How can anti-racism be bad? How could social justice or economic justice or environmental justice or fill in the blank here, justice be bad. It's it's justice after all. It's equality, right? Now you know how. Because when evil people get behind it, well, you know where that leads to. <clears throat> and McCain closes with this line that's very, very key. That's the kind of 501c3 tax-exempt activism she gets paid for. Don't forget, she's getting paid. This is where the logic of social justice narrative leads. Hatred and destruction and advocating genocide as the final solution. And you better believe that if you don't think these people are capable and willing. You better think again, my friends. You better think again. And we'll get into the year zero, the definition, a little bit of talk about that. And then I'm going to actually close this thing a little bit shorter today. I'm going to control my mouth, I promise. And uh, away we go, my friends. Year zero, the definition, listen closely. Year zero uh, is an idea put into practice by Pol Pot in Democratic Kampuchea that all culture, and traditions within a society. So very important. Let me say that again. Think of America. Think of our traditions, our cultures, everything about us. Again, 
all culture and traditions within a society must be completely destroyed or discarded and a new new revolutionary culture must replace it starting from scratch build back better you might want to call it that in this sense all of the history of a nation or a people uh, before year zero would be largely deemed irrelevant or more adept uh, more truthfully racist misogynistic white supremacy uh, completely flawed irrevocably flawed as they paint America <clears throat> because it would ideally be purged Ideally, it would be purged and replaced from the ground up. In other words, everything, the culture, the traditions, everything must be scrubbed clean, completely and ultimately and irrevocably replaced with something else. And to do that, you first have to destroy the initial thing, and then you can rebuild it in your vision. This is the essence of communism, and this is the essence of what the left wants to do to this nation. Please do not hear me and just say, oh, come on, man. <clears throat> the first day of, quote, year zero was declared by the Khmer Rouge on 17th of April, 1975, upon their takeover of Cambodia in order to signify a rebirth of Cambodian history. So in other words, the history of Cambodia till then all had to be scrubbed and erased and cleansed and replaced by new history, totalitarian approved history, adopting the term as an analogy to the year one of the French Revolution re revolutionary calendar. Year zero was effectually an attempt by the Camarouge to erase history did I just say erase history? I think I did. And reset Cambodian society to a Xeroth year, removing any vestiges of the past. And you know what that led to? <clears throat> it led to one of the most hellish experiences any group of human beings has ever gone through. There have never been people who set foot on this earth who were more evil than Kamarush. Here's the concept and background of, <clears throat> again, year zero. Paul Pot and the Kamarouge, most of whom were French educated communists, communists, get that in your mind, took inspiration from the concept of year one in the French Revolutionary Calendar. The French year one. <clears throat> sorry, came about during the French Revolution when, after the abolition of the French monarchy, 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 excuse me, monarchy, on 20th of September, 1792, the National Convention in France instituted a new calendar and declared that date to be the beginning of year one. In other words, everything that came before good, bad, worthy, unworthy, ugly, despicable, loving, whatever, gone. Gigantic memory hole is gone. This will not be spoken of. 
period. So understand that. Completely destroying everything that happened before. Hoping to transform the nation into an agrarian utopia, that is Cambodia we're speaking of again, <clears throat> communist leader Pol Pot set out to reconstruct the country into a pre-industrial, classless society by attempting to turn all citizens into rural agricultural workers rather than educated by that rather than educated city dwellers excuse me whom pot and his regime believed to have been corrupted by western capitalist ideas so apparently even some people would have to be scrubbed and erased because western capitalist ideas don't fit with naked communism and the evils it brings he declared that the nation would start again at quote again year 0 and everything that existed before year zero was to be eradicated. Eradicated. <clears throat> In other words, this was to be a complete and thorough reset. Or even cleansing of Cambodian <coughs> excuse me, society. He isolated his people from the global community, established rural collectives dismantled the social fabric and infrastructure of Cambodia and set about the emptying of cities as well as the abolition of money, thus also destroying banks. Private property, gone. Families, gone. Religion, gone. Starting to see a clear picture here. Starting to see a pattern. To build the new Cambodian society, the inhabitants of the depopulated cities were sent to labor camps they've been called other things gulags uh, concentration camps re-education camps absolute hellish conditions there <clears throat> the people of Phnom Penh excuse my pronunciation Phnom Penh in particular, were forced immediately to return to the villages to work. Similar evacuations occurred in other cities such as Kampong Cham, uh, Kampong Tom, uh, Siem Reap, and one I'm not even going to uh, attempt to uh, pronounce, among others. Knowledge of anything, listen to this, my friends, knowledge of anything pre-year zero was prohibited. Shut your mouth. Pretend you don't know it. And you might get through this. Your family might get through it. To ensure that there was no record, recorded memory of a pre-year zero society, books were burned. Are you listening? All you people who are cheering these people taking down monuments? You're the book burners who brought hell to Cambodia and so many other places. Now you want to bring it here. Now you want to bring it here. <clears throat> Unbelievable, my friends. If people don't study their history, bound to repeat it. Well, there you go. Wearing glasses was also criminalized. So if you could, 
if you needed to be able to see to do what you see what you're doing, well, they were criminalized. You couldn't wear glasses. If you went blind, you went blind. To hell with you. They didn't care. <clears throat> it was taken to indicate that one might habitually read books because they needed glasses. In Democratic Kampuchea, and notice it was called Democratic Kampuchea. And all the left, what do they chant? We want what democracy? Make our democracy safe. We're a republic, a constitutional republic, and there's a damn difference. A massive difference. <clears throat> the only acceptable lifestyle was that of a peasant agricultural worker. Centuries of Cambodian culture and institutions were thereby eliminated. Factories shut down. Hospitals, schools, universities, along with anyone who expressed interest in their preservation, so-called new people, members of the old government, and intellectuals in general, including lawyers, doctors, teachers, engineers, clergy, and qualified professionals in all fields, were thought to be a threat to the new regime and were therefore especially singled out, <clears throat> singled out and executed during the purges accompanying Year Zero. You starting to get a clear image of how hellish this was. <clears throat> the Khmer Rouge's takeover was rapidly followed by a series of drastic revolutionary de-industrialization policies, which resulted in a death toll that vastly exceeded the toll that resulted from the French reign of terror. Talk to your climate change nuts about that one, de-industrializing. De we're getting rid of capitalism and industry. Yeah. <clears throat> Think about where it would lead in this country. That, my friends, is a thumbnail sketch of, uh, <clears throat> of what Cambodia went through, what the Great Reset might look like, what the brave new world, however you want to term it. This is what the left wants for this country. Understand that. They don't want America to exist in any way, form, or fashion. Not just the country, not just our traditions, not just our culture, not just our government, our constitution. No, no, no. They want it to not only disappear, they want it to never be brought forward again, taught about, talked about, discussed. You want to read books? Not if it's about that subject. Would the far left in this country go as far as those people under Paul Pot went? Perhaps, perhaps not. I know I've read things and studied what happened in Cambodia. <clears throat> and I could barely get through uh, some of the stuff. I remember sitting down for a couple hours. I was going to write about it, and I actually I did. Uh, but I had a friend at work who was Cambodian, a most beautiful girl. Uh, she was 21, 22. I had the biggest old guy, uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Old guy crush on her. You know, when you're way older, you never have, have anything to do with her that way. She's somebody you admire. Uh, but you just adore and really you know, kind of fall in love in a way with somebody because they're so energetic, they're beautiful, they're young, and you're just taken with them.
but it's it's not a, a romantic type of thing. It's where you just admire them and, and really care for them. So I was going to write, and I went and did all kind of research on what the Camarouge did, <clears throat> what Paul Pot was about, what happened in Cambodia. And after an hour and a half of going through this, I got to some pictures. And basically, the, the, these bastards were so so keen on keeping history. Their history was what had happened to people. They would have the picture of the person or the people, and then they would have pictures of their skulls after they were, you know, after they were done away with. <clears throat> and I came across this picture of a girl, a little girl, three years old, four years old, and then her skull. And at that point, couldn't take it and uh i had to had to stay away from that for a little while before i could finish writing about it these people are evil there's people on the left who who mean well there's people who think they know better there's the people who think that communism has failed perpetually and every time only because it's not been done correctly there's some of the people who would bring that kind of hell, whether they intended to or not, to this country and to the rest of the world. Think about the hell on earth that would be. Think about being a person who had to wear glasses and you had to take had your glasses taken away. Before you were marched off to the labor camp, where you'd probably be worked to death and you would have no money, no bank. We're killing the lawyers, they're killing doctors, they're killing teachers, or anybody with any knowledge of anything is being done away with or imprisoned. The history is totally gone. You've been forced to go from a, a, a modern-day country in the mid-70s, 1975 this occurred, going back to the days where everybody was agricultural, centuries before. So I wanted to make a clear clear definitive statement on what what the great reset would be what communism always leads to in one way or another there have been more mild versions and there have been worse versions Paul Pot and the Camarouge perhaps they are the worst example but I want you to understand what is at stake we're not fighting with people who are, you know, liberal versus conservative. We're not having a discussion of ultimately of, well, we want a graduated income tax and, well, we want a flat tax. This isn't that type of discussion. This isn't, I believe the Second Amendment says what the hell it says versus we believe you ought to be able to have a gun, but we want to limit certain things. And people who are sincere in that, in that desire, this isn't that discussion. This is the discussion of if you're going to have your entire life and all those people you love and care for, all your neighbors, if you're going to see everything wiped out and destroyed, everything, or are you going to see a continued greatness of America? Are we going to retake some of the things the left has done to this country and set things right as they used to be not that long ago? Are we going to stop embracing the nonsense of the left or are we going to surrender to it ultimately and 
well, you know, I think from listening to that information where it leads. My friends, that's it for me. That's about all I got in me today. Uh, if you're left, you just ain't right. God bless America. God open our eyes in this country to history before we lose it forever. And yes, I'll say it again. Go Gators. God bless y'all. Take care. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, this little, uh, little emotional now. Those, uh, that one image I'll never forget of that little girl. Uh, don't let that happen here, people. Don't let it happen. <clears throat> God bless y'all. Take care. And uh, we will talk to y'all tomorrow. So long.